Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Hey there, single lady. As always, I am so glad that you are here. Today, I have a very special guest in studio. If you could see him right now, he's kneeling before me. He's on his (laughs) knees. (laughs) At the microphone, because we don't have a chair for him, but we'll just pretend that he's doing it for a different reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to propose to you again. Oh, yes. Oh, that would be lovely. We've actually talked about how we'd like to redo our our vows, right? And redo the day. We just recently had lunch together and I asked him, you know, what is a happy memory that you would like to repeat? And he said the day that we got married. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was a great day. So I'm so glad that Clark, this is my husband, Clark, Hello. Uh, decided to join me because he's going to give us the inside scoop on men. <laughs> How long is your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean it's going to be short or long? <laughs> <laughs> Probably pretty short. Men aren't that complicated, really. <laughs> well, women sometimes. Women think. would be a longer podcast because <laughs> I have never understood women. He so. does a great job understanding me. But um, sometimes for women, it can seem complicated to understand guys. But really, the things that men need, lots of times they may seem complicated, but they're really not that different Mm -mm. than women lots of times. However, we do have one. It looks like there's one that we have here on our list today that may be a little bit different than women, and that's our first one. But what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about three things that men want women to know about men. So, Clark, you said that the first one well, was... Yeah, I don't know that that's what men want you to know, but the things you should you should know. You should know. About, you need to know. About men, because most men may probably would never tell you this. And, and I'll tell you, and I, I say this every time we talk about men, you got to understand the base, at, at, at its core, nearly every man is insecure. And he's most insecure about failing. Men are very performance-oriented. And they're very insecure. They never want to fail. And that's what feeds into a lot of these, actually, is, is a fear of failing. So that's the overarching need. Um, but we'll hit three of them. So what was the first one? So this is a really simple one, but it really cuts deep. Men don't like to be teased or put down or embarrassed really ever, but especially in front of other people. If you tease a guy or scold a guy, or reprimand a guy in front of other people, you humiliate him in front of other people in public, that, that is just so hurtful to a guy. So some people, you know, women sometimes will tease guys, and they are just kind of jabbing, but they don't really mean it. Like, yeah, well, I said tease. But even if you're joking, it's like, who wants to be, oh my gosh, you should smell his blank. Oh my gosh! Oh, that. Oh well, Jim always does that. You should see him at home. You know, anytime you make the guy look stupid, so it's putting him down. Putting him down in public is really hurtful. Yeah, and because so, it makes him feel like he's failing. Okay, and so you had said one time, you'd said, okay, so I failed with you, this woman that I'm with, but now I really feel like I've blown it because I failed in front of everybody else, right? Right. right. And does that go back to the performance oriented? Sure. Sort of sure. Thing. Well, again, who wants that anyway? I'm just saying for a guy, it cuts extra deep because now you've just told everybody what a failure he is publicly. Okay, so what's that going to do like in the long term? What's that going to do to a relationship if a woman does that to a man? Is he going to say, hey, you embarrassed me in front no, of everybody? probably not. Well, he might if, if you have that level of trust, but 
Normally they're not. Okay, and then what will he do instead? He'll get mad or he'll tease you back, probably. To get back at you? Mm -hmm. Okay. To restore his pride. And so sometimes we see this, right? Have mm -hmm. you ever seen this in public with couples? The, the bickering they, couple? Yeah, the bickering couple. They're kind of putting each other down and jabbing each other in right. public. Right. Right. So what's something that a woman can do instead of... Oh, well, the converse, if you praise a guy in public, that does wonders. Okay. That does wonders. And if you have to criticize him, just criticize him privately. You, you know, mean, you can say, you know what, when you're in the car after the party, say, I really didn't appreciate it when you did this or did that. At least that's better but, than, uh, than just blowing it. Does this go back to, because we talk a lot about how men need respect. Mm -hmm. So is this a respect thing? Sure. Yeah, okay. I think so. Sure. So why is it that this is a huge thing? I mean, women don't want to be teased either or put down in public either. But if you sat down a woman and said, what's something that you really need or you really don't want from a guy... She wouldn't have this on her list. And when no. we talked about these before we got on here, mm -hmm. this immediately came to mind mm -hmm. for you, yeah. right? So Because it's really, really disrespectful. And you're right. And because men are performance-oriented, ultimately we want to be judged by how well we're doing. Mm -hmm. It's for, for better or worse, men want to be judged for what they do more than who they are. And I don't think that's probably fair, but that is kind of the way it goes. It's It's... Judge me on what I do, not for who I am. And, and uh, so you're putting down performance that way, and it makes us look like we're failing. So that's kind of interesting mm -hmm. because because really, I think for women, and you and I have had lots of conversations about men being performance-oriented mm -hmm. and stuff. If a woman starts to see that a man is looking at the world through these performance glasses, and mm -hmm. it may or may not be right that right. a man attaches his identity to his performance, but when you think about how guys are raised and how just men are different than women that way, it kind of is, it helps us understand, okay, this is why this would be a big deal right. to a guy. Yeah, I don't wish it were that way, but it is that way. I mean, I think who you are is more important than what you do, certainly. But that's the kind of way that works out is, is we don't like being criticized for our performance or something we did in public or even who we are don't say don't say we're stupid or impolite or whatever in public okay so let me kind of come back to this mm -hmm. because kind of branch off of this topic here because when you're saying don't criticize a guy in public but it's okay you know after the party's over mm -hmm. to bring something up to say hey i didn't appreciate how you did xyz mm -hmm. is that that's better Okay, but is it important for a woman even then to deliver that information in such a way that... Yeah, but wouldn't it be important for anybody? I mean, a lot of this is just how would you deliver bad news anyway? Right, right. So how would you want to receive it? All right, so Clark, what is the second one? Related, um, men are going to get turned off by anybody they think, any, any woman anyway, who they see as being high maintenance. And it's related, and here's why. Oh boy, this is a tough topic because women, yep. <laughs> women high, we don't. Know. What's a high maintenance woman? What is that? We don't even get it. A high maintenance woman is someone who, as a guy, you think is going to be impossible to ever please completely. She is so demanding, or so particular, or so fussy, or so critical, or so needy, whatever it is. She's so high maintenance. She takes so much energy to deal with. Um, 
it's not worth your time. And the reason is because you're never going to be successful with her. You're never going to be able to please her. You're never going to succeed, which means you're always going to be failing. You're always going to be coming up short. You're never going to be doing enough to please this person. And it manifests itself a lot of ways. It could be controlling. It can be, like I said, really, really fussy, overly particular, impossible to satisfy in anything. Nothing is ever quite right. Nothing is ever quite good enough. Or it could be someone who's really needy. You know, yeah. you didn't do this for me. I was hoping you were going to do that. I was hoping you were going to do this. And you didn't notice that I, you know, didn't laugh at your joke. Or whatever it is, it's right. just, oh, my gosh. You know, it's just so, it's exhausting. And so it's, this is, and I appreciate Clark saying this because mm -hmm. lots of times women, we don't even know what this means. I didn't know what it mm -hmm. meant because I always thought high maintenance was just the woman who wants to shop all the time. Not that there's anything wrong with shopping if you like right, to do that, but right. likes to shop all the time or wear high heels and always has to have, you know, her makeup perfect or whatever. I thought that that's what that meant. Um, one area that's kind of difficult for women when you talked about women who are needy mm -hmm. is because sometimes for a woman who's super um, emotionally sensitive, mm -hmm. sometimes she'll feel like she's too much right, that she can't talk to a guy about her feelings. So my question is, is that when it comes to making sure that a woman is not coming across as high maintenance, right, she can be honest with a guy. Absolutely. Right? But if does it make a man feel like sort of like a duck out of water if she's like, crying and like you know yelling at him and like i don't know what is yeah, it mean, that i, comes I don't know where the line is some kind of unreasonableness you know more than a normal person would do or yeah and a lot again sometimes it's the way you say things it's again if you say it critically i really thought you would have noticed i was sad about that it's just kind of condescending right yeah and, and it's again telling what you're saying is what the guy hears is i failed again you blew it you know, she's saying, you blew it. You didn't notice this. You're a failure. Uh, you didn't please me. You didn't. Because guys, uh, deep down, we want to be your hero. You know, we want to we honor you. We want to serve you. We want to be your hero. We want you to look at us and go, wow, he's amazing. And so anything that you do that makes us say, gosh, you're really not that amazing. Okay. Really hurts. And uh, so, and that's, you know, the high mains is just one manifestation of that where it comes out is, I'm never going to be able to win with you. I'm never going to be able to be your hero because you're always going to want more or expect more or demand more. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's never going to work. Yeah, which reminds me of sometimes uh, for women, if we're in a place where we need to grow as far as our emotional health, um, because if we're in a place where we're always taking everything personally, and we're always dissatisfied because our egos are have been bruised in the past and we've been very broken then that's something that we want to get help for I know for me personally when I was younger because I grew up in a home where um, I was hurt a lot by words that were mm -hmm. either unspoken or that were spoken and so even when I was single I remember there were a couple guys who said to me well I was too sensitive about words and I know that between us even mm -hmm. sometimes I've grown so much I think so that it's not 
I hope it's not impossible, right? <laughs> but there were times in the past when I dated guys and they're just like, Shanna, you're just like overly sensitive about stuff. Mm -hmm. If we take that out of the context between a man and a woman and we put that in a situation maybe just between two women friends, you would still re react the same. Right. If someone was always offended by what you said or overly sensitive to what you said or whatever, pretty soon you're just going to pull away because you're going to feel like you're never going to be able to make that person happy. Right. Right. Exactly. All right, and dun, 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 <laughs> the third one, what is the third well, one? Well, these are the, again, this is just my list. I don't presume to speak for all men. And these are just the three that I came up with off the top of my head. The third one is just really basic. This is not going to shock anybody. And that is just men just don't talk as much. We just Most men, don't. Anyway. Most men okay. just, well, just don't, you know. And it's not the quality, it's the quantity. I mean, I think sometimes men can have a, deep and meaningful discussion with you, but it may not drag on forever. You know, we just don't have as much words. We just don't talk as much. And so sometimes, sometimes we just have nothing to say. You know, we're just listening. I don't, and again, sometimes, do you want me to say something? Do you want me just to listen? You know, sometimes we don't know, but sometimes we're just listening and we don't have, you know, a lot of wisdom to share. We don't have a lot to say, but that doesn't mean we don't care. We weren't listening yeah and i i think and i appreciate clark saying that because i have two sides of my personality one side is i'm super goofy like just really silly and like kind of otter like and clark has that same side to his personality too and so we connect over that part of our personalities but i am like deeper a deeper thinker i'm a mm -hmm. writer you know and i'm very verbal i express a lot about how i feel and I know that for me, one of the things that I've learned and am learning in marriage is that if I feel dissatisfied because of the amount of communication that Clark is giving me, it's not about him, right? I can't look at him and go, well, he's not meeting my needs. No, he's a man mm -hmm. and he's not as verbal as I am. But so still I have to come back to yeah. that you have my best interest in mind and, and not, that you and love just, me. And we're just not as good about expressing our feelings. We're just not. Usually, for whatever reason. So, so, you know, sometimes Shannon can really pour her out at something's really bothering her. And all I can say is, wow, that must really hurt. Yeah. Or, wow, that's too bad. I can't give her a 10-minute response for the 10 minutes that she just gave. It'll be a 28-second response, and that's all I got. You know, and it's, it's not that <laughs> it's I don't good. care. <laughs> I just don't, you know. It's yeah, just not, so. yeah. I was speaking with a friend um, last year and she was telling me that one of the things that she really felt like was impressed upon her heart when she got married was that she should not expect her husband to be like her girlfriend. And I think that when women place those expectations on men, then what we're doing is we're doing ourselves a disservice. And I think when I was younger, I expected guys to be more like me, right? Mm. But you're just not always going to connect on every level. I mean, you think about the people who are in your life who you love, whether it's a girlfriend or a sister or a mom or your brother, or you relate to them differently. Like one of them brings out your sense of humor. Another one brings out your deep side. Somebody else makes you analytical, right? So you're not going to get everything from one person. Yeah. And I just, again, it's not to say that you shouldn't expect a man to listen to you, to, actu to actively listen and actually hear what you're saying and have some kind of response. He shouldn't be on his phone or watching the game while you're having this conversation with him. 
just don't expect him to talk as much. And again, it's, to me, it's almost more quantity than quality. He can say deep and meaningful things, but he's going to say it in fewer words. He may not just go on for a long time about it. I love this because I'm learning things. <laughs> <laughs> so Clark, if a woman wants a guy to respond, like let's say he doesn't say anything when she's talking about her feelings or whatever, what should she say to him to engage him? Or what shouldn't she say? Well, she shouldn't say, are you, are you listening to me? Are you even listening to me? Don't say that. But no, I'd say um, give him a chance to solve your problem. What do you think I should do? You know, what would you do if you were me? Because guys can, we can do the problem solving. We Not can't say, well, we, how do you feel we about can't that? Always, yeah, we can't always empathize, but we can certainly try to. If you want to engage them in the conversation, eventually that'll get drawn out. But you can just say, you know, what do you think I should do? Or, you know, what, what would you do if, if you were me or something like that? Because you know? then that appeals to the guy's sense of fixing something, being your hero, helping out. And he can mm -hmm. easily step into that place. But right. try to engage him in a feely conversation probably is not always yeah. helpful. Or say, you know, am I, am I seeing this right? Am I being, am I being over, am I overreacting to this? <laughs> you know, or is, I need to try. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just enga engage him with questions. Give him a chance to you know solve a problem rather than emote. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Clark, thank you for being my special guest. You're very welcome. I want to let you know I'm going to do something nice for you later. <laughs> I'm going to make your... She, she does nice I'm, things for me every day. I'm going to make your special cinnamon thing. Ooh, we have another one of those? No, but I got to go pick it up from the <laughs> store. <laughs> All right, ladies, we hope this has been helpful for you. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one and you feel like, hey, I want to get past some obstacles in my dating and relationship life, um, maybe you feel stuck and you want 2022 to be different for you, then I want to be your person and I want to help you. So head on over to shannashootycoaching.com. That's S-H-A-N-A. S-C-H-U-T-T-E coaching.com. And when you click on one of the buttons there on that page, you will be led to another page where you can fill out a short form that will help me understand how I can help you best. And then you can set up a time on my calendar to talk with me about coaching. All right. I hope I get to work with you in 2022. Remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. See you next time. Keep it sunny, please.